Hello, everybody. Welcome to Versus Pop Culture. My name is Richard. With me is Greg. Hello. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> and Johnny. <laughs> Stevie Wonder sees it coming. <laughs> From a mile away. Yep. Uh, Greg is... He's a, he's a little, little tired still. Greg's waiting on his... Uh, Nectar of the gods to show up, and I don't mean mead or beer or whiskey, but coffee. Yeah, in about 20 minutes, you're all of a sudden going to hear a very different Greg. <laughs> got 10 minutes before the coffee gets here, so. Yeah, that's why it's going to be about 20 minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Richard and I will be handling most of the conversational elements. Until such a point as the caffeine hits the bloodstream for our wonderful third party in here. So um, there was some pretty interesting news that came out yesterday regarding not one, but two movie sequels announced by two different companies Mm -hmm. from two existing properties. And I would love to know how Johnny and Greg, if Greg's awake enough for it, feel about these two announcements. I will say you were awfully mysterious about not disclosing information. So I feel like I am either going to be upset at one or both of these. announcements. I'm, I, I'm actually I'm pretty upset over one of them. Oh, God. Um and we're not going to need Greg because I can already tell <laughs> I am I, be the voice of discontent. I have a feeling that something bad's going to happen because of one of them. And I, I, I think we'll get there. I think you'll get to the same conclusion I am, which is no good can come of this. Oh God. Well, I'll go ahead and rip the bandaid off the wound right away. They have Sony Pictures has announced a sequel to The Karate Kid is coming. Okay. Johnny, we just finished season five of Cobra Kai. It does it tie in? It is supposedly a sequel to The Karate Kid. So it will tie in in some fashion. Supposedly, yes. I'm okay with this. I'm only okay with it if they don't fuck up Cobra Kai in the process. <laughs> they need to bring Jaden Smith back. No. No. That kid is off his everything right now. Man, I'm just saying. Bring him into Cobra but, Kai. But yeah, that's 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 my concern. Look, here's the deal. If Cobra Kai is planning to end with season six, which honestly seems like a pretty logical conclusion, and it finishes, and then they make this movie, I, I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. But I could very well see Sony being like, oh, look how much money there is to make off of this. You don't need to do a season six. We're going to make a movie. And completely screwing it up. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I have I have extreme worries about that being announced. That being said, if we somehow get six seasons and a movie from Cobra Kai, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. Okay, now here is another what in the world announcement. Yesterday it was announced that 
HBO Max is no longer working on a Constantine TV show because they are working on a sequel to the 2005 Constantine starring Keanu Reeves. Is this one also going to star Keanu Reeves? Yes. Keanu Reeves is re-signed up as well as the director. Richard, neither one of these things is upsetting to me. Oh, that's not upsetting at all. I just wanted to get your your straight-up reaction to it. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, that's great, honestly. Um, interesting that like he's doing so well with the John Wick series, and he's going to go back to this character. I guess the Matrix film didn't give him enough pause to be like, I should really consider if I need to reopen previous roles. Yeah. Bill and Ted was good. Um, Matrix, not as much. So if we're operating on a yes, no, yes, no basis, this maybe we'll, maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe this will be a yes. Yeah, no, I, I don't... Honestly, I enjoyed the Constantine movie a lot more than I enjoyed the second and third Matrix movies. <laughs> um, so I don't have a problem with this. This doesn't bother me at all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy it's happening. Um, I know that there are fans of Constantine from, like, the comics who are like, that wasn't Constantine. So I have like I, I have a little bit of feelings for those people that they're like, dude, this really sucks. <laughs> but I'm not mad about it at all. Like, yeah, I, I I think that this is fun. Yep, I'm down with it. I like this. It's a uh, it's a good uh, horror adventure movie. So yeah, I'm 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 down hundred percent. Um, yeah. Gimme. I mean, it's, I, cause that's a DC property as well. Right. So I'd be curious to see kind of moving forward, how that's going to, hopefully it doesn't tie into anything. Um, I don't think I sincerely doubt it. will. yeah, I think it's what would be nice would be to see, um, Dr. Fate played by Pierce Brosnan in it. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'd be down with that. And maybe bring back the thing just for like bring back Swamp Thing for like a quick little bit. I'd be good with that too. Alright. Well, those were not upsetting. So I feel good now. I'm I, I'm, I'm still more than worried about uh, Karate Kid. It's Sony, man. It, at some point, you just gotta kind of be like Dude, they still put out Morbius. They don't care what we think. Valid. I feel like Greg right now. It's just like, dude, Sony has done nothing but absolutely like not just drop a ball. They dropped all of the balls. They have no balls. They are all dropped on the ground, (laughs) rolled away under a transport. It drove over like Chubbs' hand. There's no more. They don't have to worry about juggling anything. Maybe that's why they canceled films and delayed them. They can't juggle anything if they don't have any. (sighs) 
Okay. Um, well, that brings us to the end of our breaking news. <laughs> In our not quite as breaking news, Top Gun Maverick has entered the top five all-time domestic. It was just about there last week when we recorded, right? So now it's... Yeah, I think it entered it technically last week when we recorded. We just didn't have time to get Oh, uh, okay. All right. It's, it's honestly, it's a little ridiculous. I mean, every single day, this movie is in the top five. Every week, this movie's in the top five. And this movie has been available to watch on demand for like a month now. And it was number one two weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah, it, it entered the top five. It is now at $706 million worldwide. I'm sorry, at US and $1.45 billion worldwide. That's great. Like, it's good for them, man. We were um, walking down the street the other night to, we were getting into the car to go get frozen yogurt and the people across the street were watching the movie. And I was like, wow, like this is actually like, this is a thing right now. And apparently that song, Ashley was telling me the song that they played during the beach football, whatever, obviously they had no one telling them how football works. But during that sequence on the beach, that song all of a sudden became like some random shock top five hit for the summer. And it was just a throwaway to put in the film, but the film itself gave such a signal boost to the band and the song that they've done really, really well. So that's always nice to see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's crazy. This, this year has been a bit bonkers at the box office. Um, but it's still, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, Wow. I mean, the, the fact that it passed Black Panther for number five all time. Um, and, you know, obviously I can't see it making another $54 million to pass Avatar. But at the same time, if it did, I would just be like, oh, huh. Well, that happened. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Good for them, man. I mean, it was it was a great film. And I mean, I wonder how many people came out and they're like, I'm going to enlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, propaganda, America, number one. <laughs> um, okay. Oh man. Uh so outside of that, Richard, yeah. what did you spend your week watching knowing that you I mean, other than the four times you watched Maverick again? What else did you watch this week? Because uh, that's a good question. Um, I did not have that much time to watch much of anything. Okay. However, I did make sure to watch the new She-Hulk. Okay. And I did watch the new Grand Tour special on Amazon Prime entitled A Scandy Flick. <laughs> what? A Scandy Flick. Okay. As in a Scandinavian movie. Right. Uh, where they have to um, 
go through uh, what is it, six hundred mile stretch of Norwegian wilderness to end at an airfield just outside the Russian border. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, won't go into a lot of spoilers on this, but it's a uh, it was an interesting and fun one. Um, there are a couple sections of it that are a little more staged than they needed to be, but overall, um, it was, it was one of the funniest specials they put out in a really long time. So, so this is a big recommend for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I laughed my ass off. Actually, Julie watched it with us. Um, and she went into a full on giggle fit twice. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah okay cool I did notice um, Disney Plus also has Thor Love and Thunder is now available apparently yep, I watched that last week because that was about a week ago but for anyone that hasn't you can now if you have Disney Plus feel free to go and watch Screaming Goats for an hour and a half <laughs> Someone clipped matter. together all the bits and sound bites of the screaming goats and put it on a loop. So if you have the desire to really test the patience of the people you live with, feel free to go play screaming goats for 30 minutes nonstop. Okay. Uh, what'd you watch, Johnny? Um, this week, we, uh, other than She-Hulk, we got into a series on Netflix called The Dark Tourist. Um, uh, David Ferrier, Ferrier, I don't know. It's, he's not French, so it's probably Ferrier. Uh, it was released in 2018. Um, they have done... So basically, this guy travels around the world and takes you to places that are deemed terrifying or haunted or just otherwise probably most people wouldn't be like, you know, I'm going to spend a bunch of money on a plane ride and I'm going to go visit Fukushima. (laughs) So oddly enough, that's what he did. Um, He also traveled to Medellin and he interviewed one of the hitmen for Pablo Escobar, which was an odd choice and deeply troubling to me on a personal level because the dude like jokingly plays with guns, which doesn't surprise me. He's a, he was a hitman for, for literal biggest drug cartel in human history. Um, and then he did some, like <clears throat> he did a Jeffrey Dahmer tour. He did an assassination of JFK tour. Again, he also did, <laughs> the Fukushima nuclear disaster and like they had the, the, uh, what are the gigometer? No. Is that what it is? Gigometer. Yeah. Geiger counter. Geiger counter. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I had the wrong part, right? The the levels were not good. <laughs> um, the levels were not good at all. In fact, he traveled to like where the Russians did the nuclear testing and swam in a crater that was developed by where they dropped a bomb and filled with water and 100% is probably also how does Homer Simpson say it? Nuclear. (laughs) Um, what was the other one? 
Oh man, it's just some of the stuff is really, really odd. Oh, you guys would love this. So he went to England and visited this like really terrible museum where this guy has all these artifacts from like uh, Auschwitz and the KKK and all these other things. But doing this, he questions how the guy comes into like possession of all these items that he has in his museum. And he's like, well, I have contacts. And he's like, what do you mean you have contacts? Like, I, you know, this seems kind of suspect. So he brings this woman in and he starts talking to this woman. Turns out it's Charles Bronson's girlfriend. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm sure he has lots of girlfriends who are pen pals. And partway through the episode, they receive a call from Mr. Bronson in prison. And it is the funniest damn thing. So for anyone that doesn't know, Bronson is one of the most notorious criminals in English history. There was a film called Bronson and he was portrayed by Tom Hardy. One of the weirdest but best roles I've seen him in. So if if you're ever wondering, hey, I want to go to Thailand. What's a terrible place to visit when I go? Check out The Dark Tourist on Netflix because he will tell you all of the places that you don't want to check out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I, I have some interest in some of the things that you said there. Um, I was a little weirded out as to how Charles Bronson was still alive, let alone, um, let alone not the same guy making the death wish movies. <laughs> no, not that guy. Um, no, it was it was it was something, man. I learned some stuff about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer that I probably blissfully was ignorant of, and now I can never unforget. I, I was legitimately like, I think he died in two thousand three. No, different one. Who is she pen palling with? <laughs> I was thinking about the guy from uh, from Pretty Woman, Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's Pierce Brosnan. Bro. Oh my god. That's the time my head was working. Greg needs caffeine. Caffeine good. Make things happen. <laughs> so so Greg is thinking of Richard Gere, but has the name Pierce Brosnan above his head. Yeah. And, and he's like, why is she talking to Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> right. Well, we did mention Dr. Fate, so this is full circle. Congratulations, Greg. That was a wonderful closing of the loop there. No idea. Give me a minute. <laughs> Give me a minute. So, yeah, that's what I was watching. Um, they weren't able to do a second season because of COVID. Maybe at some point they may. Um, but, yeah, if you have any interest, you don't have to watch all of the episodes, but the U.S., the first one was pretty cool. Um, the stands, it was Kazakhstan. What were some of the other ones? I don't know. There's there's so many stands. There's like, dude, there was countries that he visited I didn't know existed. And they're run like North Korea where it's just like you don't talk about, <laughs> you don't talk about Bruno, essentially. Right. Um, yeah, there was, it was really interesting. The vampire stuff where the New Orleans episode didn't really do much for me. They all just seemed like they probably needed more hugs as children. But uh, no, it was kind of a cool, like, off-the-beaten-path type of series. And, I mean, we love travel documentaries. And this was kind of a nice little change-up from the, you know, the pomp and circumstance of stuff that you see with National Geographic and stuff of the like. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, Gregory, I think you're awake enough now. Beef. So what'd you do this week, buddy? What did I say when we started? I don't remember. Yeah, but you said uh, <laughs> your coffee was coming in 10 minutes. And I yeah. said, we'll ask you in 20 then. And I'm looking at the recording window and it says it is 20 minutes and nine seconds since we Yeah, and I went, I went and got my coffee 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so you should be awake now. No. Oh, Greg's going to kill a man today. Um, I have uh, to he's he's coming over tomorrow, so. I have noticed. For what? <laughs> <laughs> Unbeknownst oh, to I forgot. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> We should probably make sure we 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 tell uh, Leslie again. Reminder: you you have to remind her. I'm going to send a text to everyone involved. I literally straight forgot. I know my son's coming over tomorrow. Nice. So, Greg, I got to say this: I can tell when the caffeine hits. Because caffeine and coffee for you acts like Botox. Because you go from like furrowed brow to like the eyebrows just come up. Just yeah, come I know. Up, just come up. And then you're just like. <laughs> you can tell. He's he's more alert. His eyes are nice and glassy. They look moist. <laughs> <laughs> Richard sends the text right now. Richard's like, I'm cutting all of this. I no, I, I basically don't cut anymore. <laughs> uh, actually, last week when you were like, "What? What? Why are you guys? What? What? Why? Why are you? Why is your mouth moving behind everything? You're choppy." Yeah, I left that in. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's honestly it's a lack of time thing. Like I really should go through and start cutting again and take out whole segments and all that other stuff, and we probably have a better show for it. Richard, we're being authentic. <laughs> Don't steal it from the people. They want to feel like we're normal too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because when I was fully editing the show, they were like, this is who I aspire to be. <laughs> They're better humans. Oh, if I had uh, a dollar for every time Ashley said, y'all need Jesus after we're done recording, hmm. I have a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I am caught up on She-Hulk, and I believe Johnny is caught up on She-Hulk. I absolutely am. Um, and we haven't talked about it, I think, since episode two. Okay. So we only have about 20 minutes of actual episode to talk about then. <laughs> got him. We got about an hour and a half. Dude, I blink and the episodes are over. I don't know. Yeah, that's because they're good. And sure, go with that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I have enjoyed what I've seen with uh, She-Hulk to this point uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, I, I mentioned this to you when we saw you in person. I, for whatever reason, did not like the fourth wall breaking in episode three. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. It annoyed me in that episode, but only in that episode. Yeah. Like every episode since, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Um. One nitpick. So uh, I, I will do a terrible job if I attempt to um, speak her last name. But the chick who plays She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany. Put some respect on for Canadian actresses, bud. Um, I <laughs> don't think that it is controversial to say she is attractive. 
<laughs> um, so I have no idea why they are treating her like she looks like dog food when it comes to her looks. Like they are consistently just like, like when they when they had her sign up for Tinder and she got basically no matches. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you kidding me? That chick would be matched with literally every guy that saw her. And even if she wasn't, like, when guys see her in her regular form, again, same thing. They're just like, ugh, you're not She-Hulk. Mm. And I'm just like, what? I, 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 You know, I've watched enough things in the MCU to know even in the MCU, she's not unattractive. Yeah. Well, I think they're using this series as a reflection of, like, on society and, like, beauty standards as well, which is kind of crazy. But, I mean, <clears throat> we don't need to do a super deep dive on it, but I think that they have carefully crafted every detail of this series to, like, I think you and I see this from a different angle than, like, say, Amy or Ashley may see it, where it's like, you know, I just... They've done a really, really good job writing the show and the way that they've constructed it, I think has allowed it to feel more accessible to a lot more people. And I think a lot of the criticisms are coming from people that like have just, you know, that like GIF where it's like the joke and it's just like flying over people's heads. It's like that, but it's the point. Yeah, well, and I I do think that there is a certain amount of it that it is portrayed in a different way than what they normally do. Yeah. Um, and that is going to turn some people off. Yeah. Um, because it's it's different. I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to. And I I think what they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to thread the needle between doing something that's definitely aimed more towards women mm-hmm. while also keeping their male audience. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think male audience is quite the correct thing to say because I know MCU movies in general are more like 54, 46 than they are like 70, 30 or whatever. I, I Keep go their back. core audience. Keep their core audience. How's that? I go back and I check Dan Slott's tweets after the episodes because I, wa- I want the perspective of somebody who like A, wrote the character, but B, is someone who like being in the community, but then also being, you know, like a male, his perspective. I think one of the funnest parts for me so far has been like the legal back and forth that goes on. And like (laughs) hearing my wife laugh when she's like, that happens all the time. I can't imagine though, that Ashley watches the legal side of things and isn't, Annoyed as hell by the way it plays out in the courtroom. Um, I, I think keeping in perspective that like a this is a existence where the Hulk is a person. Yes. But I think if you if you dial it back from the like ramped up kind of pro wrestling nature of what the Marvel universe is. Um, there's been times where like she laughs at some of the stuff that happens and she's like, yeah, yeah. Or like some of the frustrations that like Walters has are frustrations that Ashley has had 
in her profession in the past too. So it's like, it's just, it's super interesting that I'm getting like probably a much different perspective than a lot of people are because I'm also getting like the legal realm as well, where she's like, she's even said like, she kind of appreciates how they've done it. There's been some moments where she's like, that would never happen. (laughs) And I'm like, she's a superhero. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, pretty sure if she punched someone, no matter what was going on, she'd be in jail. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I do understand that there is there, there's a lot of legal issues that get brought up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the thing that just keeps taking me back, and I know, again, you're right, it's a TV show, so I should just shut the hell up because legal dramas have screwed this up all along. Um, it's just the fact that like they present something in front of the judge and the judge is like, cool, ruling, case dismissed. <laughs> like that's not that's not how that actually goes. Like, <laughs> like the judge would go back in chambers. They'd set a recess. They would they would research the legal precedent. A ruling would be written. Then they would schedule a hearing. And I feel bad because I always forget that like you are literally setting things up for those entire environments. So like you've had firsthand experience. I I, I do not have anything near like what Ashley's experience is. Like I like I am nowhere near a lawyer. I just watch a lot of shit. <laughs> like so I couldn't tell you anything that goes on with like the actual precedent in any of that. Yeah. I just know the basics of like how the court procedure goes and watching I'm just like I know it would be really shitty TV if like they brought up like, oh yeah, well here's the actual precedent and this is why it should be dismissed. And the judge is like, cool, I'll see you in a month. And then it wasn't brought up for like three more episodes. (laughs) So like, I I get it. I know that I'm wrong on this. I'm just like, but every time I'm just like, that's not how it works. (laughs) the, the judge wouldn't like listen to testimony for five minutes and then be like, cool, this multi-million dollar lawsuit is done. <laughs> Come on. It's just the TLDR, Richard. We're just getting the TLDR version. So yeah, I, I, I do that. I, I, I find it funny, but again, like I understand that like doing it in the real life way isn't compelling television. Yeah. The, <laughs> the first time I realized that was sitting in on a trial. Oh my God. <laughs> Trials in real life are so much more boring than they are on TV. <laughs> like they don't sit there and have like every witness give their side of events and like point at the perpetrator and all that other shit. They're like, the witness just gets up and they ask him like seven very direct and specific questions. And the witness gets down and you're like, why did they ask him those questions? And then, like, later, they're like, so, Witness Jimmy told us that blah, 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 blah. And they tie everything together. And you're like, oh, okay. But meanwhile, you just pulled up, you know, an email and made him verify the contents of the email. And I'm bored. <laughs> I was uh, I was going to ask when we were finally going to get the spinoff series of Madison and Wongers. Uh, I would be fine with that. <laughs> and it's really funny because, like... Her first appearance that episode, I was so annoyed by her. And by the end of the episode, I was just like, she is amazing. (laughs) It's so Ashley's only question to me. She's like, what do you think Steven would say if he saw this? 
I don't think Strange would say a word because he always has those like facial expressions where he would kind of just be, he would just like go to say something and then get that like Sherlock Holmes smile and just drop his chin and set his face and then just like turn and walk away. <laughs> it's a confirmation of, no, this is your problem. This is, <laughs> this sounds like a Sorcerer Supreme issue. I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, the whole time Wong is just like, no, Strange, Strange, she needs to go with you. T- take her back to the... Oh. Yeah. Also, why is Wong not in prison? Because <laughs> uh, he used his lingering to get out of there. I still feel like they're bound by the rules and laws of the planet that they protect. Nah, he's fine. Okay, that's... I, really I, cool. did, I did find it kind of funny that he then opened a case in New York. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, he's in L.A. In L.A. After having broken Blonsky out in L.A. <laughs> oh, you know what? I feel really dumb because in my also lack of being awake, I completely forgot the thing that Greg and I saw together this week. Greg's just sitting there be like, I know, bitch. No, no. Greg's like, we saw something. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. I didn't mean to make you choke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Uh, Greg and I saw Clerks three together. Correct. Uh, if you are listening to this and you are not in the Great White North, there's a good chance Clerks three is no longer playing near you. Uh, it had a five day national run that began on Tuesday. Uh, and ends today. Now, if it's anything like Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, there's a good chance that it might still be playing near you. Um, you just got to check your local listings. Wait, it's not in theaters? It's been in theaters for five days, give or take. Today's Dude, day. Come five. on, I'm old. It takes me five days just to find out it's in theaters. Case in point, this conversation. I, I sent you a message that Greg and I saw Clerks 3. I didn't know it was only going to be in theaters for five days. Yeah. Um, it's I actually, I, he's doing his reboot ro- road show up in Chicago at some point. This is horse shit. But yeah, it's, I, I, you know, here's the deal. I like Kevin Smith, but he is um, really, really annoying with the way he releases his movies. Like, that's really all there is to it. Oh, it is still in Chicago, Illinois, tomorrow and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. All right. Well, admittedly, it, no, hold on. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's last day in Chicago appears to be uh, Thursday. Okay. So, and it is only 7 p.m. showings. All right. Uh, so anyway, the uh, the end story without giving any spoilers for Mr. Jonathan. Oh, you can give spoilers. I don't care. It's it, no, uh, it's you, not one of those things. I'm going to be upset, but you, just you, give me the review. You'll be upset. Nope. nope. No, you won't. Nope. Uh, so anyway, uh, hour and fifty five minutes um, reunites uh, basically the entire cast of Clerks two, um, as well as adds a couple more. Um, I really like this movie. This is probably Kevin Smith's best movie to me since Dogma. 
Um, it definitely feels like his most complete movie. Uh, Clerks 2 was pro- was definitely funnier. Okay. But Clerks 2 was really just a straight-up comedy. Yeah. Uh, whereas, if you go back to like the original Clerks, there was a lot of like slice-of-life stuff with the original Clerks. Yeah. Uh, and you have definitely more of that now in Clerks 3. See, that was that was my only issue with Clerks 2, is that I kind of wanted more of the, like, not rooted in reality, but I wanted something a little bit... I, 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 I don't know how I'm trying to explain. I also haven't had food yet, so caffeine is the only thing keeping me moving forward. Um, I think the difference between those two and of their own standing, they were... Great movies. I enjoyed them both for what they were, but I would have liked to see a little more continuity. Is not it either? I wanted a similar like emotional journey that I had with Clerks. Well, I mean that's what it comes down to. Is Clerks itself is a very good movie, yeah, on its own standing as well as a comedy. Uh, Clerks Two is a very good comedy, but not quite as good of a movie. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, yep. if I just want to turn my brain off at something, well, that's not even turn your brain off. But if I just want to laugh my ass off at something, Clerk Suit's a great movie. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. It's I'm I'm still excited for it. I just you know, Clerks Two felt like it was part of a different franchise, just with the same actors. Okay, I can see that. You know what? It's that's I don't know. It's, it's, hey, man, you know me. I love those damn movies. It's I don't think, and other than Tusk, there hasn't been much from Mister Smith where I've been like, I will not see that again. Uh, you know, I never watched Tusk, and I never watched Yoga Hosers. Yoga Hosers was funny ish. Tusk uh-huh. was just uncomfortable for two hours. Yeah. But no, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I I have a certain love for Kevin Smith, and I have watched basically every one of the View Askew movies multiple times. Um, I look forward to this hopefully hitting on demand in probably about a month, if I had to guess, maybe a little less. Yeah. Um, Gregory, you have been quiet because we've been talking over you. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on... Clerks three, it had definitely had some funny parts. Um, it was I like the idea of him making actually making a movie. Like it was, it felt like there was pull back and forth. The, the cat the cast had to actually actually interact with each other. Yeah, like it wasn't just like one liners all the time. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. Like I mean, there's, there's some parts of the plot I was like, eh, like come on now, getting old, but. <laughs> Overall, that was a great movie. It'll left when the credits ended, though. Wasted fifteen minutes of my life. <laughs> Let, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> um, so, when the credits ended, like as as we're sitting there watching the credits, all of a sudden Kevin Smith's voiceover comes up, and um, we went with Steve. And Steve turns to me and he goes, Kevin's going to talk for an hour after this movie ends. 
just because that's, I mean, if you've listened to Kevin Smith's podcast, that's very much so him. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Um, a, uh, he talked through the entire credits at that point. And then the credits <laughs> ended and it opened up to the shot of Kevin continuing to talk. Right. And he talked for, I kid you not, like 20 minutes about the making of Clerks 3. Oh, Jesus. As Greg got more and more annoyed by every word that came out of his mouth. <laughs> I don't watch DVD commentary. DVD commentary. Why would I watch this at the theater? Yeah. Why? Like I did, I you, you already got me. I'm in the movie. I already watched it. You don't have to explain to me why to watch it. Diesel. It was just. It was really funny. Like like we we got up to leave at the end, and Craig's like that almost ruined the movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> it just cracked me up. It's horrible. Like don't do that. Just just don't give us the option not to listen to that bullshit. Nobody cares. You could have just turned to me and been like, why are we watching this? And I would have been like, I don't know. We can leave. Oh, yeah. that's Well, if I bring it up, it's a, it's a story, though. You know, I leave a few movies and I get a, a reputation. Man, that's... Oh, shit. So, Greg, what you're telling me is it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Just leave when the credits start. You're missing nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, All right. Oh man, that's Elias was the best part of that movie, anyways. Elias was the best part of that movie. Oh, it was pretty from good. A, from a humor perspective, Elias was by far the funniest part. All right. You'll know. Yep. Can't can't bring it up, but it's you'll know. Um. Biggest takeaway from the film for each of you. This was a really solid ending to the Clerks franchise. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. Oh, I was going to say Greg's point. Takeaway. Credits roll. Walkout. Yeah, you ain't missing nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. That's it's fucking literally just like behind the scenes of making of the movie. Yeah. So you're really not getting a whole lot out of it. You're not getting any insight. I mean, you watch the movie and under, kind of understand. Yeah. They shot it in Jersey this time. Ooh, okay. I don't, I don't mind that. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to get out. I know it's a film that I would guess 95% of the people who listen to this podcast are probably going to see this movie at some point. Um, was it sad or just funny? It was it, funny. It was a good movie. Okay. Okay. I mean, anything with the kid who plays Elias has got to be hysterical. I mean, Clerks 2 for him alone was worth watching. The sequence about like Return of the King and Return of the Jedi is forever going to be one of the things that like I laugh crying at every time. Yeah, and there's a couple really good sequences in here too. 
still can't meet someone named Kelly and not be like, oh, that name is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Kelly. No. (laughs) No, I don't think I will. I'm going to go. It's fine. (laughs) I've seen this movie. I know how this ends. Um. Great. So, Greg. Mm-hmm. So you saw Clerks three. We've now given you an appropriate amount of caffeination time. Not even just what did you watch this week? Is there anything going on that you have passing interest in that we can get an update for? Whether it be football, um, any of the esports. What's uh, what's going on? I did see that there's a huge esports league for F1. I didn't realize how big it was, mm-hmm. but like that stuff is like legitimately like there is good money in this damn e league. Well, because I think it's because the game is very accurate, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of you know people building like full setups to play it type of stuff. Yeah, I I would be curious to see if there's ever been someone who via just using the game and learning to drive that style if anyone has ever set foot on a track after only playing the game. I, I doubt it. There's no way. I mean, like, listen, F1, there's 20 drivers. 20. It's not like baseball where you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of players at the top of their position in the world. There is 20 people. So it's not like, <laughs> let me say it this way you're probably not going to become an F1 driver. But I do know that it takes a certain type of individual to be able to like react and respond to the way that that sport functions. Um, have, have you followed any of that yourself at all? No, I have not yet. I, just want, I, I, saw, I was watching some of, the, uh, some of the things on Netflix. It's just I haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. No, okay. No, I just, I know that you're kind of our boots to asses boots on the ground guy for like e-gaming and stuff. So I was just kind of wondering if you would come across any of that and if you had any insight to it. Um, I've seen, I've I've seen the game. I've watched a bit of it, but I haven't like followed any of the esports people on it. Okay. And I know a lot of the stuff like for me right now is the, the like EPL is kind of pseudo running. Like uh, Chelsea's not playing this week because of the, the Queen. Um, well, Chelsea and Liverpool, both their matches were postponed because of the Queen. They need security there, so there's too much of a strain on the police. So they play. Chelsea doesn't play again until October first. Oh wow! Well, they have a international break coming up. I think after tomorrow. Yeah, I realize that because it's also why Barca and Madrid are not playing at any point during our trip to Spain. Great. Yeah, Yeah, that's not very fun. That would have been a lot of fun for you guys to to watch. So it's it's a different it's a different thing. It's closest thing we have in the U.S. is hockey. Yeah. But it's on a, a way bigger scale. Like you go into their, you go to their match and it's seventy thousand people. And yeah. it's that loud instead so. of like twelve to fifteen thousand. Right. Right. Okay. 
Um, anything coming up for you guys this weekend or anything otherwise that you want to be able to kind of talk about? Uh, we are running out of time, so I'll keep this short. So Taco Bell has returned the Mexican pizza to their menus again. Permanently. Permanently. Assuming they don't run out again. Pizza Hut announced they will have the Italian tacos available soon. I really hope this is just a terrible joke that you're trying to frustrate me with and not an actual thing. Uh, I am reading it from foodandwine.com. The pizza chain has announced they'll be, they've begun selling a new product called the Italian taco. Uh, and it is folding your slice of pizza down the middle. A New York style pizza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is true. I, are... You know, the, the humor of this was I, I legitimately just read the headline and I was like, I got to talk about this because I, I, the idea of an Italian taco sounds amazing. And then I found out it was just pizza folded down the middle and I'm now sad because so, I really so, wanted an Italian taco. I'm so goddamn angry right now. Like I'm conscionably angry. Seriously, you take you you make it like a pizza crust into no, I, uh, I, a, a shell, and then you put like a little bit of a t- of, of red sauce and some pepperoni and cheese. That would be a great taco. It's a slice of pizza, and if it's too big, you have to fold it in half. This is not unique. This is like I don't know if you guys know this, but Garrett's can't call it Chicago mix anymore because they lost a lawsuit filing. And now a company in Minnesota has rights to calling their mix Chicago mix. They've trademarked Chicago mix for cheddar and caramel corn. They can't get, dude, but Garrett's, (laughs) Garrett's has to call it Garrett's mix now because calling it Chicago mix, they can be sued. Well, just go all to China, then nobody keeps anything. What judge was like, yeah, Minnesota, go ahead, call it Chicago Mix. It's yours. Well, um, yeah. They're not even in Chicago right now. I wonder if Minnesota knows that. They're not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> but it's a weekend. But it's a Tuesday. Um, yeah, it's we are in the midst of Riot Fest here on our end this weekend. We did make it yesterday for what will only be the longest day that we will have all weekend. There's three bands we're going to see today. We saw, I goddamn don't know, too many yesterday. It was a lot. It was it was a lot. It was hot. It was dry. To watch Yellow Card? Yellow Card today. Yeah, we're not staying for that. I can guarantee we will not be staying for that. Uh, they're not the, the last band. Misfits no, they're not, band. but they're at the end of the day, and the trains to get out on the CTA stop at 10 p.m. Yeah, so but I'm sure Yellow be, Card will be done well before that. Uh, no, we're leaving at 8.30 after Guar because we saw what the traffic was like last night. That is not happening. And if it hadn't been for the fact that we won the three-day passes, we would also not be exposing ourselves to this batshit crazy nonsense. I thought Guar was a fake band. No, Guar is a real band. Oh. Uh, also known as one of the most theatrically fun bands you could ever see perform live. Oh, 
Misfits and Yellow Card are both performing at the same time to end the night. Yeah, that's why we are leaving before that. Yellow Card's awesome. There's one train, Greg. One. But there's a place off Ocean Avenue. I don't care. It can stay there. (laughs) And also, I saw the Misfits when I was like 15. And if they're just going to play the same album again, it doesn't matter. Uh, Will, um, I will be heading out to Cincinnati Comic Expo next weekend. Nice. Um, I have once again procured press passes. Uh, will I do something with them properly this year? Like try to interview a guest? Who knows? Will it be a very nice, very evil interview? Uh, Dan Housen is not. Damn there. it. He's not going to be anywhere after that squash last night. <laughs> the, the funny part is those two guys just appeared together in Cincinnati. Yeah. The Toy Hio or whatever the hell it was. No, um, it was at a toy shop, the toy department. Oh, okay. Toy Hio is like way up. There. Okay. Uh, so we know what our plans are going to be. Greg, how's the rest of your weekend? We're going over to Richards tomorrow. <laughs> this is true. And uh, I mean, as far as I know of Adam's still in. That's what I just got a text back about. Okay. So. This is exciting. Can... Nice. That'll be good. Um, above me on that. Greg, if they want to get a hold of you to be able to talk football while well, there's none being played, how can they contact you? At Rogue and Rigby. Richard, if they want to get a hold of you to tell you who we need to interview for the podcast while you're at Cincy Comic Expo, how can they contact you? At Richard Versus. And if you want to contact someone and make sure you never get a response, you can get a hold of me at Versus Podcast, followed by the underscore on Twitter. Above and beyond that, it's Saturday. I'm getting McDonald's, and then I'm going to go sweat with a bunch of old-ass punks. Richard. Uh, just real quick, because I have to toss this out there because it's cool. Uh, Temple will be starting true freshman quarterback EJ Warner today, the son of NFL Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. You, you, you needed to make me feel older than seeing Lagwagon yesterday? I didn't need the help. So there you go. Uh, Kurt Warner's kid is starting his first full game today. I hate everything. All right. See you guys.